Marco's Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. We're going to talk about this insane amount of creative energy that we're seeing in the world. But first, I want to talk to you about something that Nationwide has created for you, and it's a resource center. And we've talked about this before. We had a great episode with Mike Whitaker from Nationwide going through the resources that are available for retailers. And this is open to anybody. So if you go to nationwidegroup.org, there's a COVID-19 response resource center taking you through these government programs. They have legal experts and they have nationwide team members that are fully up to speed with what's happening and what's available, what's not available, and expert information. And if you send an email to help at nationwidegroup.org, you can get answers in about 24 hours. And we just saw so much misinformation flying around. And since then, these programs, many of them have dried up, gone away. What's going to happen next? What's available to me? So Nationwide's got those answers. We definitely want to point you over in that direction. Mr. Quinn, great to see you. On that note, great to see you. Thank you. Um, on that note, I, I love that um, you know Mike Whitaker and others at Nationwide, they've been on the phone with you know governors from states. And um, they just have done a lot of work there. So yeah, I think it's really cool what Nationwide has done. But uh, anyway, so yeah, man, good stuff. I mean, I, I need a haircut. So I'm, I'm going to go to Texas To get tomorrow. a haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna go, I'm going to go to Texas tomorrow. and They um, might try to make I, your hair bigger in Texas. Uh, yes. Yes, that sounds right, actually. Um, but my sister-in-law, Jessica, so I don't think my wife cutting my hair is probably a good idea. She, you know, and uh, good grounds for an argument. But anyway, so I texted my sister-in-law, Jessica, she's going to cut my hair. And uh, so I'm very excited about that rookie haircut. And I think about just shaving it. You never know. And uh, so anyway, but we're going there. And um, so th- that got me to thinking as I'm writing the blog that'll publish um, sometime before this podcast is there's a lot of people who've been doing some creative things that you think. Yeah. Like, um, I've been watching TikTok um, and my kids are all over that. So, you know, they've been fooling around with some stuff there and, um, I've been noticing different things. People are out in their yards and doing things that they haven't done and, you know, planting flowers and doing some very unique landscaping, which I hadn't seen before. I think you've been painting some, right? Yeah, I've started a few paintings. I've landscaped the backyard. I put in a, a big stone pathway with a bunch of landscape edging. I've written a song, written a couple of songs. I've been writing a lot. We've been writing, been writing a lot, a lot together. I know you've been writing a lot. I know you've been writing a lot. I know you've both been, been writing, writing a lot. I know you've been. So, uh, and actually coming up with other business model ideas on top of that. So anyway, it just seems like all this creative. And so it just got me to thinking about like, um, why is everybody coming out with like this stuff inside of them on TikTok? You see people you know, doing some really cool stuff that I've never seen before um, in the small amount of time they have to publish their video. But so anyway, what's causing it? And I got a theory, so you can like chime into this, but I think it's because there's 
people are bored as hell. Like there's a lot of people that have extra time. Some people don't have any extra time because they're working their butts off. And, um, and so anyway, but I think there's a lot of people who've been laid off or who are at home and they have extra time. So that's it. And then the second, yeah, so it's time, right? As a commodity, a, a finite resource. And then the other part of it is like need. And it's such a big deal because like they're so bored. Like they've finished. I love the meme that says, I finished Netflix. <laughs> Meaning like they watched everything on Netflix. <laughs> so I finished Netflix. And um, they're like just running out of crap to do. So that is also inspiring um, creative thought or pushing them into literally forcing them to think creative. Like, well, what do we do now? Like what kind of cool stuff we can come and come up with? And so anyway, I just love it. And it brought me to my final point in my blog, which is about Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch was a movie. Do you remember that movie? I remember that movie. I do. Crazy camera um, work and people didn't know if it was real or if it was not real and who filmed it behind it. Was it a documentary? Was it not a documentary? Right. So there's some really cool stuff around that. Um, And so anyway, they produced it for $60,000, Kinsley. They shot the whole thing for 60,000 bucks and it ended up grossing 250 million worldwide. So for those guys who didn't have a budget, they had to get creative because they were forced to, kind of like where we are now, right? And uh, so anyway, I, I, I love that um, story to illustrate the point of when you're pushed into it, you can do some pretty good stuff. Um, Actually, not having budget sometimes is even better because it forces you to be creative. So I think we're being forced into some creative thinking. So what do you think? Have you considered that? Have you seen people in your circles like doing some creative stuff that you don't normally see them do? First of all, Mike Magnuson. Yeah. Get his, if you go to do the shelter.com, so the word do, D-O, so do the shelter, com. He's got this whole campaign that he's built up around people producing videos that go along with the shelter in place song that he wrote mm-hmm. and produced. And by the way, I talked to Magnuson about how he produced that song because he did it on GarageBand on his computer. Yeah. You want to talk about creativity? I was trying to lay down a track. It was a guitar track for the song that I wrote, which was probably going to be a response song to Mags. Um, <laughs> But I was trying to lay it down. I told him how you know complicated it was getting and like how I couldn't find the loop and there were just a bunch of issues. And I said, did you have a keyboard? And he's like, well, yeah, kind of. But his, so Mike is a really great piano player, but he didn't have a, like a MIDI plug-in keyboard to go into his Mac, but you can turn the keyboard like that you type on into piano keys and he used the keyboard like A S D F G H J K L, like home row and beyond, as the keyboard to create the sounds that made the shelter and play song, making it even more impressive. So go check out do the shelter.com and Cassidy even put together an amazing video. But I just look at like the cre- I thought Cassidy's response to that, and I thought Cassidy did a great job. Um, and I actually embedded Magnuson's video into my blog post at mquinn.com, so you can find it there too. But Bingo. Yeah, but I just like, I know like how creative the song was. And then I understood like the ingenuity that went along with just getting that song that was in, inside of him into a finished track. And so I, I wonder how many other people are out there just doing these amazing, creating things. And like you said, on TikTok, 
I have to admit, guilty pleasure. There's this guy on TikTok that goes and tells his mom dirty jokes while his dad is standing nearby. And his dad's reaction is the best part of the whole thing. So wait a second. Are you saying to me that you're now checking out some stuff on TikTok? Yeah. So I never, I don't have a TikTok account. My nieces and nephews got a TikTok account to give them stuff to do. And so my wife put TikTok on her phone so we could watch what they're doing. And she's like, you got to see this. <laughs> but the creativity is just like bursting out of people. And I sit here and think like how much more <coughs> has been there under the surface that we as a society have missed for how, how many years? Because we haven't had this, these constraints put on us or we haven't had this time to like say, no, the entertainment's over. The entertainment runs out. It's not going to mind numb you anymore. At some point you get sick of it and you say, I'm going to create something myself. I just, it's almost like there's a little bit of sadness because I'm like, how much have we missed out on? But meanwhile, there's this joy in seeing how people are creating and, and how they're using this time, you know, in such meaningful ways. And, you know, for me, there's always been this little like saying I've, I've had for anybody that's, you know, spiritual or religious or whatever you want to say. I always like, I tell like my nieces and nephews, I say, look, if we're created in the image of God, what was God? He was the creator. So if you're created in the image of Hang God, on. you, you, you glitched there. So say that again, if you're created in the image of God, then if you're created in the image of God, you were created in the image of the creator. So mm -hmm if we're created in his image, what are we then supposed to do? Create things. Mm -hmm. So creativity is the essence of who we are. And I wonder how suppressed that gets through consumption versus creation. And so I, I just always found comfort in that to, to not really judge your creativity and to not really try to shoehorn it into one format or the other, whether it's painting or music or landscaping or podcasting. I think there's creativity in so many different areas. And I just love that it's bursting forward out of people. So fun. Yeah, yeah I, I do too. And it, so creative is another way to say thinking outside the box, right? And so if you are not thinking in the typical framework, right? And I think in businesses, Kinsey, I think people... I heard Mike Whitaker from Nationwide say once, you know, you're either working in your business or you're working on your business. And if you're at a high level, if you own the company and you're working in the business, it's a problem because, you know, you, you need to have people operating the company and let them work in the business. You need to be working on the business in some sense because you can, like, that's the big strategic thinking, right? That's where you progress the business that's where you um, find new markets create new products develop new relationships if you're focused on being a fireman and putting out fires and dealing with you know all the minutiae of running a company that's awfully tough and so anyway i just I, I i think if you're able to carve out time so if you're if you're listening to this and you're in a company or you're you're running a division of a company um, think about being more intentional about your time. 
So carving out a day a week or a couple hours even out of the week, go somewhere outside of your normal construct and get free of phones, take a couple people with you and think outside the box. Every week, commit to doing that. And if this time being in quarantine isn't evidence enough of why it's important, like there's a lot of people right now that have been locked down. And I have a feeling when this thing like loosens back up, we're going to see some of the fruit of that labor. People are going to come out guns, guns blazing. And uh, we're going to see some of the fruit of that creative energy. Well, and if you ask yourself right now, well, what does Quinn mean by think outside the box? I want to give you two ways to pursue this. And these are principles that you can apply at any point you want to get outside the proverbial box. One of them is an exercise that I, and I highly encourage you to go back. If you go to our website, mattresspodcast.com, go to the search bar and type in yellow tux, just like it sounds a yellow tuxedo, yellow tux. Go to Jesse Cole's podcast because this is an exercise that he introduced us to and I love it. Write down, just for fun, doing the exact opposite. So what are we doing today? Or what is our competition doing today? And what is the exact opposite? You know, somebody in the shoe business said to themselves, what if we did the exact opposite of wearing shoes? Like what would that be? Barefoot. And do you remember at some point, they're still out there. They made these shoes that looked like bare feet. Who would have thought that would work unless you go to the pendulum opposite, swing it all the way in the other direction and just make a big laundry list of what doing the opposite looks like. And doing the opposite sounds crazy most of the time, but then you put it down on paper and you look at it and you're going to say, this might be genius. This just might be genius. Well, and that exercise may not work for everyone in every situation, but it's a good one to get going. It's a good thing to try. It's another filter to look at stuff through. And, um, and it's when you, when you do the absurd uh, in some of our sessions, Kinsley, that's what I love about our creative process when we think about doing speeches and stuff. It's, for me, it's the, the, the fun is in the journey of that. And it's all crazy stuff that gets said and, uh, you know, and then we end up in a place that, you know, eventually works, but there was a um, real conversation we had that was Quinn. Okay. Here's what, here's what I'm thinking. I burst in the back doors in a straight jacket. Okay. I'm in a straight jacket and you, you're like the, like the nurse person or the handler from the, the institution that I've escaped from. And you're chasing me through this, this crowd of people on our way up to give the speech. And, and then you, you piggyback on top and you're like, yeah. And then what if we do this and we keep building on each other's ideas. And that's the second principle. You have brainstorms where you build, build, build. You're not trying to judge anything. And it gets you to this crazy fun place that gets you out of what's doing the obvious. And that's what gets you to the magical piece. We call it yes. And, but the yes. And exercise is total building. You go back later on and select the ideas you think will work and map to your strategy but it's so much fun um, and we do it all the time. And you know what, you guys, I, I wanna say this, if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm just not the creative, you actually are, um, you just need help in facilitating that process. And so go take a couple minutes and Google online and, and um, look at some creative thinking exercises that can inspire you to think outside of your box. 
Um, so you can do that. Um, but Kinsley, on a note, like also for people before we bounce out of this podcast, just a couple of thoughts. If, if you're at home and you're, and you're running a business or a division for your company, think about this. What if you took the time to think creatively, and this is coming from my blog now, um, and you were able to develop a new product um, that was exciting, that would fill an unmet need because you just had time to think through that opportunity. What if you were to come up with a new process uh, inside of your company that saved you 10% in terms of how you uh, manage inventory flow? What if you were able to um, think creatively around your website presence and how you're speaking to consumers and how you're converting that traffic into sales? If you really just take the time and um, even if you feel like you're not a creative person, you bring some of that in or you look at some things online to help facilitate the process. I promise you this, if you value creativity at its max level, if you really put creativity at the very top rung of the ladder in terms of what your business needs, not only to survive, but thrive in a very big way, then, and you create a culture around that, then I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the output. I think it, it's, it's, especially going forward, it's going to make the, a, a big difference for who sticks around and who's not here anymore. This past week, I had such a joyful experience hosting a Zoom meetup for Englander international licensees. We had Brazil, Mexico, Egypt, India, Guatemala, all on this one call talking about the creativity they've been employing and deploying in their own businesses to get through this amazingly tough time. We're all in the same storm. We're not in the same boat, but across the globe, it was amazing the commonality between uh, the United States and all the other countries that were on this call, the, the responses. And it was just so inspiring to hear the creativity. One little like tidbit I took away, it's just a small thing, but you know, a lot of our international licensees for England are selling kits. And it sounds like a simple thing. Well, a sleep kit, you have a mattress, you have a couple of pillows, you have a mattress protector, like our friends at Pure Care make, um, and maybe even a pillow protector. And, and, and so what's the point? Well, the point is, think about your trips out into public at this point. You want to maximize each and every moment and you want to limit your exposure. So what are people doing? I'm going to the grocery store and I have a section on each list of like, this is the dairy section, or this is the cold stuff, or I'm getting all this stuff in the cereal aisle. And I can go start at the back of the store and I strategically and tactically make my way up to the front so I can limit my exposure and my time out. People are wanting to get the whole swath of goods taken care of in quick hits to limit their exposure and limit their time outside. So that's why these sleep kits are working really well. I thought that was a great takeaway and a creative approach um, for people trying to serve their consumers even here in the US. But this, the creativity is just exploding forth and you know, we may have a new normal that emerges from this and I'm sure we will. Um, and there may be this you know, looming sense of paranoia for 12 to 18 months, but out of it, I think we'll, we'll continue to get creative. And like you said, there's gonna be a battle royale coming for the consumer dollars and we have to position ourselves if you listen to our last podcast about messaging, our message is, is something that needs to really be able to connect with people. And I, I think we have the opportunity to do that. 
So with all those people from all over the world, what time did you have your call? <laughs> how, do you, how do you coordinate that? There's a little application online that you can go to and type in a time and then put it in the countries and it'll line up the best time. So we did 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Um, that's like <laughs> convenient for you. Well, it, it, it was, but whenever you look at the different range of time zones, I was trying to accommodate our Korean licensee, but that was still like 1030 at night. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not always easy, but we're going to probably record them and send them out from now on. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, and, and it's, I, I like your comment there. We're all in the same storm, just in different boats and the commonality of that. And uh, it's good to be in groups like that where you can share um, ideas and thoughts. Um, I think that's another great way to do it. Um, get with Love people it. that are adjacent to your business or in your business and non-competing markets and uh, share thoughts and ideas. That's good stuff. Well, and it's such an inspirational group. I mean, people really just want to help each other out. They want to learn from different countries. And it's just such a constant reminder, whether it's during, you know, cause I host an international dinner every January at Las Vegas market for the Englander licensees. And you get this group of people speaking different languages mm. and telling stories and, and you hear over and over again, we had a factory catch on fire and burn down. Three people in the room had the same experience. And you hear about the resilience and what we're talking about today, the creativity. And you're like, man, I, I love this industry. And I just love um, seeing how close we, we truly are. So is Dos Marcos big in Brazil? Hey, I know for a fact it is. Because, <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, because think back two years ago. Mm -hmm. we were at ISPA at ISPA expo mm -hmm. and there was a guy that came and tracked us down and said That's he wanted to get a picture with those Marcos. That. And he I was, that. he was from Brazil. Brazil. Well, we know we, at least we have one fan there. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> one at a time. Well, Hey, thanks to everybody for, I, I want to thank our, our, our friends at pure care as well. Um, their creativity behind the scenes is, is something we've been trying to highlight, but you, you can't understand the, the demands on, um, from retailers and consumers and the industry that will change the future of our industry. And those demands are going to be around different types of protective equipment and different approaches to retail selling. And Pure Care has been behind the scenes working with retailers one-on-one -on -one, like they always do, just like they did with James Perez to create that pillow bar. If you haven't heard that podcast, go listen to it. Right. It's money in the bank. And James might or might not have taken a tequila shot at 9.30 a.m. We'll leave it. Maybe. <laughs> hey, you know what's coming up? Cinco de Mayo. Ooh. Okay, we might have to do a special edition. Well, Trace de Mayo is right around the corner. You know what that is? Is that your birthday? <laughs> How did you know that? That's really good. Uh, because uh, I have it programmed in my calendar. And <laughs> I saw, up. I looked the other day, I'm like, Quinn's birthday is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do tequila shots on Trace de Mayo and Cinco de Mayo. I like that. James. I like it. Yep. So Pure Care, yeah. And you know, Kinsley, they're doing a lot. Um, they're doing a lot in um, production on masks. Pure Care is. I know a lot of people are. Um, so that's really cool. Um, I saw Eve Culp with Culp doing some stuff around that too. So 
hats off to everyone doing that work and uh, Pure Care's right in the front trying to help out. So love them and uh, love all you guys listening from Kinsey and I, um, heartfelt uh, thanks to you for tuning in. And um, man, we hope you're navigating uh, the current um, storm well and uh, staying positive. I've had multiple phone calls from people that um, have been furloughed or let go and keep calling us or sending us your resume. Sometimes we come across people that need um, good people. Um, and, um, you know, we're all going to come out of it for sure. And, um, it's sooner than later. A lot of states are starting to open up. So, um, just stay positive, uh, mentally and, uh, find ways to make yourself laugh and smile and have fellowship with people and keep checking on each other and friends and family and, uh, do whatever brings you joy. And, uh, it's okay to feel, um, bad about where you are. We kind of talk about that too. You can visit, Whitaker and I were talking about that. You can go there and you can visit that, that place of pity, but you don't get to stay because uh, you, you got to be strong coming out of it. So anyway, um, we think about you guys and um, want everyone to be healthy and strong, ready for the, the rebound. Ready for the rebound. Keep that creativity alive. I would encourage your sister-in-law to keep her creativity alive as she's cutting <laughs> your hair. Um, to, you know, faux hawk is not out of the question. For me, you think so? Uh, you can. Please. Like, is that a reverse mohawk? Is that what that means? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a fake mohawk, a faux yeah. hawk. Um, you know what? Maybe we should do. Maybe I should record, videotape it. You know what I'm saying? The haircut. If you're gonna shave your head, please have her do something wild, and then you can shave it off. Get some pictures of it. Okay, I don't know if I'm gonna shave it, but I I think that. Um, I think it'd be fun. I told her she could have some cocktails before cutting my hair, you know, just to like relax her a little bit. Maybe that was a bad idea. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, it may be, you know, I don't know who knows. I stopped cutting my hair. I'm like, I was talking to Sean Bergman from pure care and I said, Sean, are you growing that sweet mane back? Cause he used to have this sweet long hair and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm not shaving or I'm not cutting my hair until I have to get on a plane again. So we need to get some photos of that too. <laughs> That's good. I actually thought about not cutting my hair until like it was all over just as a sign of solidarity with, you know, but we'll see. One guy we know is cutting his hair because he shaves it is Mike Magnuson. And here is his funky music, his creativity. We're going to keep playing this thing. If you haven't been to the website, do the yet, this is what you're going to experience. Well, not long ago, we were living our lives about as normal as can be. But then things got real and now we're all home, perhaps indefinitely. You see, to stop the spread, we need to isolate ourselves from one another. But the good news is that means a lot more time with your sister and your brother. Now the kids are home from school, which they think is kind of cool, except we're blowing up the internet. We're doing video meetings and virtual classes. Like, can you guys even get This is the new normal are sheltered in place so we can save the population of the whole human race well this is serious stuff to give ourselves the best chance we've got to isolate but that don't mean we can't dance 
a time when you gotta get out of the house to enjoy the day So we go to the park and just make sure to keep other people far away And family time has never been better, at least in quantity Baking cookies in the kitchen, doing yoga in the yard, it's a parenting PhD And I'm my own bartender and that means that my glass is always full And the best part is that in this bar, pants are optional This is the new normal, we are sheltered in place So we can save the population of the whole human race Well, this is serious stuff to give ourselves the best chance we got Cause this is number 82 on the honeydew list Next come the closets, the cupboards, the windows, the painting, you get the gist Now people used to laugh that I hadn't watched all the shows everybody knows But now we got the time, so who's laughing now that I've been saving the Sopranos? And if we get lonely and need to see our friends and our family We just call them up on the video and talk about who has more TP Let's build a shelter, a shelter Shelter, shelter in place. <laughs>